It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Net Income. Today is the November 28th episode, and today with us, we have Neil Patel, the CTO of ACS Inc. Neil, are you with us? I'm here. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing good. And um, Neil also has brought along one of his coworkers, uh, Cameron. I don't even want to attempt to pronounce his last name. Tolpius. Okay, Cameron. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. And also, uh, we have Andrea, who is who is not with us last week, but she is back. I am here. Okay, so today we are going to talk about, um, well, Neil, actually, uh, their company, ACS, they do everything from SEO to, they do a lot of uh, working social network stuff, Delicious Dig, uh, Netscape, you name it, they do it with the, uh, the social voting. So a lot of those people have been writing us with questions about how do you monetize that traffic, how do you get your site to the front page of those things. These guys are the people to ask those questions to, so hopefully people will call in or write in in the chat room. And we'll kind of go from there. So we'll kind of start things off. Um, Neil, do you want to talk a little bit about what your, how your company was founded and uh, what you guys do? Uh, sure. Um, back in high school, um, I pretty much had a job board called Advice Monkey. And what happened was I spent five grand making the website. And I didn't have any money left over for marketing and getting traffic to the site. So pretty much what I ended up doing is reading sites like Search Engine Watch and talking to people and just learning all about SEO and, you know, how to make a site and get a lot of visitors. And pretty much after I started doing it for my own site and I saw, you know, how successful it was on the search engines, you know, it wasn't obviously Monster.com successful. But after that, I pretty much started doing it for other people and the company started. And they have been doing it for four years, roughly, so... And so, and how many people do you have that work with you on this? Uh, at ACS, there's only currently five people. Okay, yeah. And, um, and I met you, is, does your, your brother or your cousin work with you? Uh, do you have uh, any other? My uh, brother-in-law works with me. Okay. He's the CEO of the company. Got you. Um, there's people, uh, some people say you sound very young. How, how old are you? I know you're still in college. Yeah, I'm 21 right now, so. Nice. And, um... I kind of found out about your site. Uh, one of the original ways was I saw that Kawasaki had, uh, Guy Kawasaki had linked um, to your guide to dig. And, and he commented how he learned a lot by your post and, you know, and suggested people go there to learn more about dig. Um, and then I found out after I actually ran into you in, in, in San Jose um, that you guys actually work with him and do some stuff for Guy Kawasaki. You want to talk a little bit about about your relationship with Guy? Sure. Uh, with Guy, the main thing we do with him is we help his blog, and his overall goal is to get into TechnoReady Top 10. So we've been helping him, okay. you know, quite a bit with that. And the main way we've been helping him is, you know, try to get in links and try to get traffic from Delicious, Dig, and all those, you know, social media sites and social networking sites. And we also help him with wikis and his blog and transferring over to WordPress, which he's doing right now, and just pretty much all of the tech stuff with his blog and his website. And 
Okay, and so Cameron also works with uh, Guy a little more on the buzz management side. Right here. And so you guys, I know you guys do a lot with, with DIG. Um, and some people out there, we've already got some questions. Uh, where do you find a, a top 100 DIG friend? <laughs> you can try emailing one of the top 100s, but yeah. be careful because they're probably going to report your URL to the DIG support. It's what, what is, what, let's just say, what, what is a top 100 DIG friend? And for those that don't know, we're talking about DIG.com. It's a big social voting site. If you don't know what it is, you should. But uh, so, so what is a DIG top 100 friend? Uh, on the right, or actually on the left side of DIG, there's a ranking. It says, you know, top DIG users. And it ranks them from, you know, number one, who has the most front page stories, all the way, you know, to who has zero front page stories. So the top 100 are people you've gone on the homepage, let's say, like, I don't know, around 50 times, 50 plus, something like that. And, and, and so what, what would be the benefit to have an, a, uh, a top 100 DIG friend? Usually when they submit something, it gets to the homepage a little quicker just because they have more friends on DIG. So if you, if you have a DIG profile and you go under you know, your profile page, there's something called you know, My DIG Friends or DIG Friends. And what you can do there is anybody you see on DIG that you know or you like, you can add them as your friend. And what's happening a lot with DIG is all the friends are digging each other's stuff. So if you have 100 friends, there's a good chance 10 of them or 30 of them dig one of your stories that you submit. So if you need 50 to get to the home page and 30 dig, you, know, it's, you only need 20 random digs. And there's, there's some people in the channel that are saying dig traffic sucks. I kind of I beg to differ. <laughs> A little bit. I think it depends on what you've been dug for. Each time I've made it to the front page of Dig, and there's, it's only been maybe three times in the last year. Um, it hasn't been long, but um, a lot of those people have come back. Um, a lot of them, you know, I think, of course, the, the picture of me and the, and the check is kind of infamous, but uh, and just following clicks, we're going to get to that in a second with the Crazy Egg stuff, but... Um, you know, I, I find that it, it just depends on your product and, and what you're writing about. I mean, do a lot of people ask you for advice about how to make money once they do hit the front page of Dig? Yeah, definitely. A lot of people are trying to monetize that traffic. It's kind of hard to monetize it if you're not going after something that's tech-related because diggers don't like clicking on ads compared to, let's say, MySpace users. So if you have ads in all over your site, it's very unlikely that you're going to get, you know, maybe a few diggers to click on ads, but... Even that, that's even tough. The way you can monetize it is, let's say, if you have newsletters or specific sign-ups or you might be trying to sell tech products or things like that, that interests big users a lot more compared to, um, I don't know, AdSense for dog food or something. Okay, yeah. So, so really, it's uh, you're, I, I know you're right. They don't click ads. But, um, but definitely, I think it really depends about what your site is about. I know... Um, just the retreat we had, two of the people actually found us through Dig, you know, and then we said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna offer this to a small amount of people, you know, if you're if you want to come down and they and they said, you know, I saw your site first on Dig, and then you know I want to do that. So I, I really think it just depends on on what on what you have there and stuff like that, which kind of leads us into um, one of the products I'm really impressed that you guys have, which is the CrazyEgg.com. Um, and do you want to just explain? what it is or actually let's hold off there because i we have to go to our first commercial break and when we come back we'll jump right into crazy egg and uh we'll get into a few more questions from the chat room so we'll be back 
right after these commercial break. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch media.com today how do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with hey all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time the answer is simple joebucks.com the world's leading herbal affiliate program joebucks.com is the direct manufacturer so there's no middleman this will allow you to make up to 50 percent the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month sign up today and watch your income grow joebucks.com 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Your web search is over. The always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Flawless wedding. I don't know that there is such a thing. Flawless wedding, you can just send me a private message. I've done that a few times. <laughs> I am a minister. There you go. That's right. How does that work? What's the process? I mean, I've never... To be honest with you, I don't even know if it does work, but I really hope it does because I did marry some people with it. <laughs> <laughs> SEO Rockstars, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, we're joined with Neil Patel and Cameron. Still scared to say your last name. <laughs> it's healthy, don't worry about it. That's all right. I just wanted to get you to talk a little bit because you've been kind of quiet over there. So we were just we were just talking about uh, what Neil's business a little bit about. Um, he's pretty much the expert on dig, and just uh, taking off from that a little more before we get into the crazyegg.com site. People in the channel were talking about recently. Um, well, actually, a guy said John Chow owns Dig. Now, if I don't, let's see if I remember this right. Didn't he just get banned from Dig? Yeah, you know about um, that? I'm, I'm not sure if he has or not. Do you know about that, Neil? Yeah, he actually did get banned on Dig, and it was actually all over. Then someone actually posted a story. It was a redirect from. They used a redirect to point to his story that his or his blog post that said he got banned from Dig, which made the Dig homepage, and then that got removed from oh, the that's homepage. That's just funny. The uh, I know that there's been uh, David Naylor actually talked about you know the the dig users are so kind of egotistical hardcore hard hard to uh, let's see hard to hard to post they always they always uh, assume you got another agenda going and I think they kind of hate to see ads or SEO people I think they kind of got a little sick on that did you did you ever do much with Flashdot and some of the traffic from that haven't done too much uh, we helped get it read write web on Flashdot so. It is pretty effective, and it can even drive more traffic than dig. It just depends on the story and the topic. 
Um, last off, it's a little harder because, you know, you're submitting it and you're, you're hoping that someone actually approves it and puts it on Slashdot while Dave's voted by the users. Do you know of any other stories recently, some high-profile people that got banned? Uh, yeah, dig? today or yesterday, I believe it's Stacy Dose, Three Monkeys, top probably 20 user on Dig. His uh, account just got banned. Wow. And he didn't do anything wrong from my understanding or anybody else's, and emailed Dig support around four or five times, no response from them. So uh, Digger's on strike today. And, oh, uh, yeah. They have the three monkeys icon on their, uh, if you go into the Dig, you know, top users section, you'll see a few users with that monkey symbol. It, it seems to be a lot of politics within Dig. There are. And, and I mean, you know, it's, I mean, like, you know, I, I can see why. I mean, you see... Dig affect everything from not only, you know, just traffic to your website, but, I mean, it, it seems to have a, a really verse effect on the stock market and, in some cases, you know, politics uh, on a world market. Yeah, um, I, I think you were telling me a story how someone posted some, like, something on Dig about a stock or something, and it went up on yep. the stock market? Or Yeah, there was, for a long time, there was a forum that talked about gaming Dig to make money on the stock market. And it was basically like if you bought, you know, a penny stock, um, you know, if you bought 100,000 shares of basically a penny stock and it went up to, you know, 50 cents or something like that, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see the uh, what it would take. And, and so somebody actually did a, a study on, it was like dig, and I don't have the URL, I wasn't prepared to talk about this, I don't have the URL handy, but it was like, um, there's a Jim Cramer show, uh, Mad Money, and it was talking about how stocks go up an average percent versus companies that are talked about on Dig and how much they go up. And it was like, on average, it's like three times as much these little companies go up on Dig than are on, on the stock show. So, I, I mean, do you think that people are actually gaming Dig for things like that? I mean, to drive up stock prices? It might have happened a couple times. I don't think that's happening too often. More people are trying to game dig for the backward links. Right. Just because that drives search traffic, and search traffic converts a lot better than dig traffic in most cases. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, the hype really is what is behind a lot of the times stock prices. It's not always reports and stuff like that, and sometimes even reporting can have adverse effects, but it seems like, you know, the hype is really what will drive the stock up. And I think that nothing can get hype out more than something like dig or, or other stuff like that. So, we do have a question in the chat room. Uh, they want you guys to list the top social sites to actually post to, what you guys use and what you think are, are good social sites. Great question. I would uh, say that, that Dig is the number one. Uh, other ones that we use that are pretty popular include, like, StumbleUpon, uh, Delicious. Those, are, those both drive quite a bit of traffic as well. Uh, Magnolia, uh, Reddit, those are a couple of other ones as well. Do you do you get good traffic from Delicious and Magnolia? What's that? Did, sorry, I didn't hear you. If you if you make the front page of like Delicious and Magnolia, I, I I'm not really familiar with Delicious or Magnolia, but um, I mean, is there a lot of people that use those? Um, yeah, there is, and I actually on my personal blog last night I posted a screenshot of my stats for year to date, and Delicious has actually brought twice the amount of traffic that Google has to my site. So I found that that pretty interesting, and you know, I mean, that also tells you. That, that delicious in itself is, uh, you know, drives a lot of traffic and is, you know, something that people need to start taking serious if they aren't yeah. already. Do any of you guys use Fark? 
I don't use Um I don't have much ex- experience myself with Spark. I mean, we've done a, a few submissions and things like that, and it can drive pretty good traffic. Uh, Neil, I don't know if he can chime in more or not, but besides just, like, the submissions and things like that, I mean, and it does drive pretty good traffic. Yeah, I, I've I used uh, experience with Spark, so... Yeah, I've used Spark a, a few times. It was mostly just to drive up prices on my eBay auctions, but that was <laughs> way back in the day when I would auction off random crap. All right, so... Um, do you find any of these work better than others as far as converting? Like, uh, you know, like we say that Dig doesn't send a lot of traffic that actually converts into ad clicks. But it might send, you know, if you have a, a tech product or something, it might send buyers for that. But do you find there's, like, other things like Delicious, Magnolia, things like that that maybe convert a little better? I've had good I think it's all about just, just targeting targeting your audience. You know, it all depends on... What what it is, what exactly it is that you're submitting and things like that. The more targeted it is towards that social media site, the better your conversions are going to be. And nowadays, right. I mean, there's pretty much social media sites for for every little niche and topic out there. So, I mean, it's all about just just picking the ones that have the right audience and targeting them. Would you say that that's a tip on getting like on top of some of these sites? There was a question in the website about tips on getting on top of delicious. Is there anything that people should do specifically or leave out that you would recommend? Um, it's. I think it all goes back to just creating good content and things that are relevant to that audience. And, I mean, that's really what is going to determine what gets to the top or not because it's all, it's all based off uh, social stuff, and these are real people. So if they find your content relevant and interesting, they're going to bookmark it or vote it to the top. And what's delicious, the other thing is when you first, let's say, bookmark a site that you hopefully want to get on the delicious popular page or the hot list or the home page, um, you want to use, like, keyword-rich, like, popular keywords such as Web 2.0 or things like that. Obviously, you don't want to spam, but as long as it's related to the, let's say, that URL, you want to do that and you're going to have higher chances. And delicious loves, like, things like blogging or uh, web development stuff, web design, things like that. Okay. So another question we had was, uh, are you guys actually tracking dig traffic specifically to see how it converts? Uh, Yes, we are. And we found that the highest conversions for dig traffic were actually for RSS subscriptions. That was for our site. And then other people have had uh, good luck for signups. So let's say if you have a blog and they actually have to create a username and password to put a comment or something like that, quite a few of them are actually signing up. Yeah, I, I would... I would definitely say that that's, I mean, I haven't been tracking that, but definitely the few times I've made it to the dig front page, um, the RSS subscriptions grew dramatically. So um, so as far as, uh, do people a lot of times ask you for tips to uh, basically keep their server up and survive the dig effect? Had a few people ask that. We've even had our own server problems for that. The main thing is you just want to make sure whatever server you're on has a lot of RAM and CPU power. You usually have, like, a dual Xeon. Like, I use a dual-core dual Xeon with a couple gigs of RAM. That usually keeps it up. The main tip that I have for that is um, we we do a lot of caching, and we actually use a a thing called Memcache, which was recommended to us by Sean Hogan, who has the digital point forms, which, you know, get a lot of traffic. And so, uh, basically, he kind of showed me and Dilsmack a little bit about that, and we jumped right on it, and, boy, it's, I mean, I've, haven't had any problems since. Um, I, I think Dig is so funny. I, I actually wrote a, 
a thing, a little dig story that said how to survive a dig or delicious and, and stuff like that. And all I did was write a little HT access that if the, if the people were coming from dig or delicious or furl or one of those sites, it would basically send them to a static mirrored page. But the thing was, I wasn't getting very many digs about it. So I thought it would be funny to make it look like my server was down, right? So that my actual guide on how to keep your server up brought down my server. So sure enough, it made the front page in like two seconds after I took the server down. And then I made a comment like, oh, this jackass, the server's down. And so, and then I put it back up and then it got a whole bunch more digs. But it's just, it's just kind of funny, like... The diggers just crack me up, and they and they they are a little easy to manipulate. You just have to to think like a digger. I mean, I mean, you definitely have to have good content, but to get it to the front page, I mean, I don't know. I know a lot of SEO people like David Naylor and Danny Sullivan who they kind of get a little pissed off at at the digger people because they comment on them like, you know, you guys don't know nothing, you don't know what you're talking about, and then they talk about how search engines work. And it's just, it's just kind of funny. They all kind of seem kind of egotistical. Do you have any kind of overall thoughts before we kind of move on to the next topic on that? Um, well, with the humor part on getting on Dig, it's quite hilarious with uh, Media Temple, another hosting company. They released something called, like, the Grid Server or something like that a month or so ago. And all the diggers, they wanted to get it on Dig and try to crush it just because Media Temple said, hey, we can survive a Dig. So it's kind of like, you know, your article on how to survive a Dig. So, Right. It, yeah, it really didn't get attention until I made it look like the server couldn't handle it. Exactly. And then and it was it was really funny. Anyway, on to the next thing, which is where we started to do. I'm sure we'll probably get more uh, questions about Dig and, and other stuff. And, Andrea, please feel free to jump in anytime you see any good questions in the chat room. Um, so let's get on to Crazy Egg, which is a product that you guys have put out. Is that under your ACS company that you guys launched that, or is it kind of its own entity? It's its own entity. Awesome, and um, one thing I I just I just love about it, um, and, and some people that don't really get it. I've had a few people ask me what's the difference between that and, and Google Analytics and stuff. Maybe I should just have you talk about and give your regular spiel about you know what it is that you tell people. Well, all the analytics and you know Omnichair, Google Analytics, and all those tools, they're great. They provide a lot of information, and you know they can tell you how your website's doing, how you can maximize your conversion for let's say a PPC term and stuff like that. But the main thing on Crazy Egg is we're not, to pro- we're not trying to provide abundant supply of information that's hard to comprehend. We're trying to display it in an easy-to-understand fashion. So what Crazy Egg does is it takes all the clicks on your site and visits, and it pretty much shows you where people are clicking. That way you can see where they're clicking on how to maximize your conversion. And let's say if you adjust where a buy button is or the color of a buy button is, you can take a snapshot of the old results and then what you can do is you can run a new test and you can see the difference. So you can see how the change in different elements in your web design affect your conversion. Nice. And so as far as, like, I'm sure you get a lot of questions about the heat map. Um, I know you you have, like, a little kind of FAQ on there, like, what did the results tell me? You know, what should I test for? And And basically, just so people know, you just basically put one little line of JavaScript on your page, and then from there, um, it keeps track of, you know, how many people, when people are going there, and uh, what they're clicking on, and, and I love the heat map stuff. It's a, The visual thing is really a neat, neat thing. Can you explain what a heat map is? Um, 
the heat map is it just takes all the clicks on the page and it and like a density it, it shows like the hot spots and the cold spots so you can tell like where a lot of people are clicking and where very few people are clicking so we're we're about to go to our next break here and while we're in the break I'm actually going to take a if it's okay with you guys I'd like to take a screenshot of my account and uh I just fired a test up from last night so I just like to show people what we're talking about cuz they're asking about it yeah no problem so, absolutely okay cool so let's go ahead and head into the midterm break here, and we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry, we'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media captain's log stardate 8130.3 starship enterprise on training mission to gamma hydra section 14 identify for retina scan it's monty khan khan you've got genesis but you don't have me you are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. The masses are starting to get online and get their identities and find new ways to make money in the marketplace, and I think they're all aiming their guns. You have a tendency to express ideas in military terms, Mr. Khan. This is a social occasion. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, some of the best parties in our industry, that's for sure. Evaluation, Mr. Fox. Crude methods, but effective. We posted our booth up next to uh, a booth that's giving away beer. How appropriate that is for you guys, huh? Hey, I've taken care of everything. Now, all y'all got to do is just relax. Doctor's orders. If I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. Khan, how do we know you'll keep your word? I promise you. Be the master of your domain. Khan! <laughs> Don't incur the wrath of Khan. Listen to Domain Masters, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. It's time. 
time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jeremy Shoemaker. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So I have uploaded my screenshots and pasted them to the chat room so they all can play along. And um, everybody's able to see, uh, basically, I, the one I'm pasting now and I just pasted last was the heat map one. On the heat map, basically, I implemented this about it's a little before midnight last night and um, until about five minutes ago. So it says, you know, there's 1,553 visits, 1,288 clicks. And then on this one, on the heat map, it shows that the actually, it's kind of funny because crazyegg.com is the brightest spot on the page. So I think you guys are in the chat room. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, okay. I'm kind of kind of paying a little attention to it. That's okay. The chat room can be a little, little weird there. So anyway, um, it's pretty cool. You know, definitely I can see that people, they click on my, you know, Google AdWords certified thing. They click on the, the check picture. They click on random search, you know, the Google ads, and then, you know, my top tabs, which are good because people are using my navigation. So if you guys see something like this, what's, what's kind of the first tips that you tell people? Um, yeah, it's pretty, well, depending on what your overall goal is, like let's say if it's, you know, the clicking on your top navigation, the clicking on your check, your search feature, let's say if your overall goal is to increase comments, what we would try to do is you would want to, adjust the side or certain design elements so you can actually improve the clicks for, let's say, five people that had something to say to this, what do you think? Or, right. like, you know, where your comment area is. So all and depends the, on what your conversion is. Usually when they're clicking on all over the place, if your goal is for someone to actually go out throughout your whole site and browse everything, then it's good. If your goal is not to get people to browse out throughout your whole site and let's say you want them to convert, you probably want to reduce the nav options and pretty much reduce where they can actually click so you can control the visitor more. So, um, Neil, are you actually able to pull up mine? If not, it's cool, too. I didn't know if, if you uh, – probably not. But No, I, I can't pull it up. Okay. I can I am it to him, and he'll, he'll be able to see it. Okay, cool. Go ahead and do that. I'll ask him a question in a second. Um, basically, on this, one of the things I really liked, and, and – just the people following along at home, the, basically it's shoemoney.com slash images slash crazyegg3.jpg. And I'll paste these uh, screenshots when I blog about, when I post the uh, podcast um, from Webmaster Radio so that people can, can see what we're talking about. But basically on this, um, you know, one of the coolest things I think about is I basically have one, two, three ways that people can get to the comments or more even of any story. And because I like for people to take part in discussions. And so the site gets a lot of comments on stories, and I've never really known which one of those four links the people follow the most. And so it's kind of cool because on this I can definitely see that they're clicking on one particular area to get to the comment section. And I think that's, that's really cool because basically that tells me the rest of the spaces I might as well use for something else. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah, I would definitely agree. I can see how the majority of pe people are clicking on that that first one where it says the number of people have had something to add to this. Yep. So yeah, I mean that's obviously the most effective place for your for your comment buttons right now. So you might as well be using that space for something else because it looks like a couple of them haven't even been clicked at all, or very very few clicks. Right. So so like uh, also I think uh, just just I mean I think this is just great info. To, to anyone who's 
who wants to analyze their site and see where people are getting where and and stuff like that. Does it does it go very deep within a site? Like um, I, I basically just put the code on the footer of every page. So it's um, all it's all, it's all done page by page. Yeah, yeah. So you you want to test one, individual pages one at a time. I'm usually not so, one to read directions, so I just pasted the code <laughs> and thought I'd look at it later. But yeah, I, I you, really you can paste it in your footer and it'll go on every page. But with Crazy right. you set the URL you want to track, so it'll only track that page you uh, defined. Yep, got you. That's awesome. I I gotta say I think this is a great product. I think you guys are gonna have huge success with it. And um, I know you ran into some scalability issues, but I understand you guys got those under control now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey so guys, before we move on, there was a question from Blackbeard. Um, he wants to know: Does he use the heat maps in his PPC landing pages? Well, sure. Uh, how to use them, or if he can, or? Well, probably both. Uh, yeah, you can use them on your PPC landing pages. Let's say if it's whatever the URL is slash I don't know PPC or a specific keyword, you can end up putting it on there, and then end up testing how certain campaigns, let's say for the keyword I don't know dog food, right? Uh, where the users are clicking for that specific keyword or if you do cat food and stuff like that. So you can test different type of landing pages. You can even do, let's say, three different landing pages for the same keyword and, you know, just see which one converts the best and I'll show you how they're clicking on, let's say, the buy button or the form field, like the dropout rate, let's say, if the first one's name, then email and so forth and so on. The one thing, uh, I think that'd be really valuable on a landing page, especially like you said, if you were creating dynamic landing pages, where it was like, you know, depending on like I, on almost all my landing pages, they're like, uh, you know, let's say if it was for uh, shoes or something, you know, maybe it's Nike.html or you know, and that of course is is dynamic, but it looks static. So um, I mean, I think it's I think it's very valuable to see where people are clicking on the thing. I know for me, with my landing pages, something like this, I kind of stuck in a little AdSense just to see, and I was amazed that, given the choice, people would click on AdSense. Just, just kind of, something about AdSense just kind of drew them to it, and they clicked on it, whether it was the content. So I kind of it told me that I need to improve my content or, you know, the actual affiliate that I'm trying to drive traffic to. So, I mean, definitely, you guys, you need to sign up, Crazy Egg, it's a free service. They have a free service, and then they have, depending on how much traffic you get, it's super affordable. I mean, your highest thing you have is 100 bucks a month, right? Yeah. I mean, for the for, and that's like pushing crazy amounts of traffic. So, I mean, really, it's it's amazing. I'm I'm kind of I really want to try this on one of my one of my bigger sites and see what it does. Um, it was fun to play with it on the blog and stuff to see see what happens, but. Um, blog is something I do for fun, much like the radio show and stuff. So I, I'm really excited to do more with it with landing pages and, and stuff like this. So, again, you, you guys should go to, to crazyegg.com. So, um, yeah. People want to uh, know the, what, what the free um, part of your service includes. It includes everything that the paid one includes. It just includes less clicks. So let's say, or less visits. I believe the free one is up to 5,000 visits, while some of the play pans, they go into thousands of visits. And unlike analytics, you might say that, hey, you might need, you know, millions and millions of visitors to be able to track. But the thing is, this is a testing solution. So you, you don't want to keep it on the homepage all the time just to, you know, see how things are. You can. But the overall goal of this is you put it on a page, you see how people are clicking, you modify the page to reach your objective, 
and you know you keep on tweaking it and testing it until you're happy with the result. And do you yeah, guys track AdSense clicks? That's another question. Yeah, we track AdSense clicks, form fields, uh, some Flash, uh, some Ajax. So I believe it's even uh, Yahoo YPN and other ads too. And they'll show you exactly where they're clicking on the ad. Yeah, that is awesome. And it'll even yeah, also tell you, let's say if you have a YouTube player embedded on your blog or on your site, it'll actually show you where people are clicking on the YouTube player. Yeah, like I do the, a lot of people know I do the, the podcast dynamically from the site. And so I was noticing that on some of the other ones that it was getting clicks and we were able to record that. I do think it's cool that, um, you know, the most clicks on my site is, you know, 268 clicks are going to your guys' site. And, and like, the other, the next biggest one is Neil's picture. So, Neil, drawing in the clicks. Yeah, you can pretty much see where people are clicking, like, a lot of times with images, even if it's not a link and stuff. So you can actually see if people are making clicks on stuff that's, not a uh, link, so then that way, if you want, you can always make it a link later on. And so that way you can reduce dead clicks and hopefully improve your conversion. Yep. So um, just looking at some of the questions in the chat room, people are like, it's JavaScript. It, it is JavaScript. And actually, if you look at the source code for shoemoney.com, you'll see it at the very, very bottom of the page. It's just one line. It's super small. Um, it, it loads very fast. And, um, you know, really, it's... Uh, if you want to test something and do something, I can't, I can't talk enough about it. I mean, really, I'm going to give a presentation in New York City and in Chicago for SES. And uh, actually, Chicago is next week. And by the way, Andrea will be there. It will be her first show. So everybody make sure you come up and say hi to her and ask her for a shoe money shirt. Okay. So, um, but, you know, I, that's what I told Neil. I was like, you know, I'd really like to talk about your products because I want to talk about alternative ways that people can maximize their revenue using contextual advertising. And this is this is an incredible product, and I really wanted to show this as one of the ways to, you know, that people can track where people are clicking. So it's that time to go into our third commercial break. So we need to pay some bills here, and when we come back, we'll get some final thoughts from Neil and Cameron about uh, how they feel about the future of, of social voting sites and stuff like that. So let's go ahead and, and bring on the sponsors. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Are you getting the most out of your online advertising? 
Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Say big as Casali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get, get more. Visit casalimedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Casali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. Flashback, November 2004. A brand new radio station launched onto the World Wide Web. That station was WebmasterRadio.fm. Today, Webmaster Radio is one of the fastest growing internet media outlets in the world. In the world. Webmaster Radio boasts one of the most respected talk radio lineups in the internet business world. Danny Sullivan, Chris Tall, Susan Brett, Jim Hedger, Barry Schwartz, Jeremy Schumacher, Ryan and Jeffrey Eisenberg, Greg Nyland, Katie Kempner. We travel coast to coast to bring you the most extensive and detailed live coverage of the most high profile trade shows in the world. Ad tech, search engine strategy, RSA, Webmaster World, DMA, Ecom Expo. And we have brought you keynote speeches and interviews of some of the biggest influential names in business today. Eric Schmidt, Andrew Hayward, Barry Diller, John Patel, Keith Barraza, and way too many others to mention. Our live programming and on-demand podcasting keeps the B2B world informed. We are webmasterradio.fm and we're everywhere. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jerry Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And uh, just want to say thanks to Webmaster Radio in general and to Brasco and Eddie Bull for producing the show. They always do a great job. So, Andrea, I believe, had a comment. Yeah, I, I just want to say in the in the chat room, I'm seeing people saying, "Oh, well, I'll wait till my site you know starts to get some traffic, and then I'll sign up for Crazy Egg." But really, wouldn't you guys recommend them to sign up now, and they can start to see, I guess, the changes in their site? Um, and they can look now as to what they need to change instead of waiting until they get more traffic? Exactly. And and it's a free service. You can just sign up and put it on. And even if you're receiving, let's say, very little hits, you can actually see how people are converting and try to tweak your design and maximize it. That way, when you get thousands and thousands of visitors, you'll maximize more of those visitors and actually make more money compared to if you wait for thousands of visitors and then put Crazy Egg on. You might have lost, you know, few hundred potential customers or a handful or whatever it may be, but it would probably be cheaper and, you know, you'd probably make more money if you use it now than compared to later. So, Neil, have you have you guys been approached by, i got to think that VC firms are kind of seeing this and, and liking what they see. I mean, have you guys been approached by many uh, that want to invest in, in this product and really fund some hardcore, peer, uh, you know, getting the word out, campaigns and stuff? Yeah, we've been uh, approached by quite a few, um, but it's always a battle with VCs, and, you know, they have their own sure. take on it and where they see it's going. And even if they approach you, you know, VCs can approach you all day long, but they're, they're, most of them are fishing. They're not really looking to give you money right then and there. Most yep. VCs want to see something and maybe even see you being profitable and then invest money with, where the risk is a lot lower for them. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean... I definitely, I know engaged in the, in the chat room thinks it's a billion-dollar idea. I think it's great. So let's, uh, let's, I mean, like, where do you see the, the future, Crazy Egg? What, what new features are you guys going to be adding on to this? Uh, 
sooner or later it's going to be, or in the next couple of months, it's going to be more advertising focused. Like, you know, it's going to be more in depth where you can actually track your ads with more details and get more information on what's your Google ads or Yahoo ads. And it's just going to be a lot more advertising and conversion focused. Awesome. So pretty much just trying to help people. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think this could make, I mean, what you guys charge is, is such a pittance for what a difference it could really make for somebody in their website. I mean, you know, if you you keep track of what your your people are doing, I mean, especially like you say, depending on what your goal is. I mean, it's, and there's so many people out there. I mean, a lot of people look at this that are just doing AdSense and they think, oh, you know, maybe this will matter. And I know they were looking at that when we were doing Dig earlier about monetizing their site, but they forget about there's a lot of people that actually sell products online. And to somebody like that, a, a tool like this is just, I mean, to, to track where people are clicking. And, you know, so it's stuff that analytics just can't show them. I mean, it can show them, you know, what, what links get clicks and stuff like that, but not where, you know, and, and different things like that. So I think it's a, you guys got a great product on your hands, and I, and I really wish you guys the best of luck with that. So, thank you. Thank you. No problem. Just uh, we, we do have some, uh, let's see, we have some other, other questions going on. Andrew, if you see something that somebody says, just go ahead and jump in. Um, okay. Somebody said, how many subscribers does Crazy Egg have now? Um, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. but I think I saw a number like 35,000. Yeah, something like that, like over a month ago or it was somewhere in the 30s. Yeah, yeah so, I'm sure so, it's up to 40,000, 45,000 by now. I'm just kind of just basically ask you guys just in closing. We're kind of running out of time here already. Um, what's kind of your, your thoughts on the future of, of dig and we talked a lot about social media. I think a lot of people who listen who listen to this podcast will be really um, intrigued by what we talked about with dig and, and the other things. I mean, what, what do you think the future is with dig and people gaming it and you know and using it for monetization purposes and stuff like that? Uh, as far as the future of social media goes, one thing that I think that we're going to see and that we're already starting to see is there's going to be a lot more uh, niche uh, niche sites popping up as well as I think we're going to see a lot of uh, white-label sites where companies create their own branded social networks or their own branded YouTubes or things like that, the kind of companies that have communities around their products or whatever that can, you know, leverage these to create more customer evangelists or things like that. So that's one thing that I see coming out of the the future of social media. And I think, uh, like, people like Dig and Kevin Rose and, all those other social medias out there, they're going to try to stop spam and SEOs. You know, whether we're spamming or not, they're going to try to, you know, slowly get us off there to try to abuse the system or get links out of it or whatever it may be. And even Kevin Rose admitted during, I think it was Thanksgiving or around that time, that Dig does have live moderators. So there are people that are part of the Dig Corporation that are going around Dig and, you know, seeing who's spamming or trying to look compared to just the, algorithm or system that's automatically doing it. Awesome. Um, what do you guys think about what's going on over at Netscape and how Calcanus stepped down? Um, I, I think uh, is, pretty, Go ahead, Neil. I, I think Netscape is, you know, still going to keep on growing. Although, although Calcanus stepped out, it, you know, um, I'm pretty sure that he still likes it and he's still using Netscape from my understanding and is a strong supporter. He just wants to do his own thing right uh, right. He, it's going to it's going to continue to grow, and you know they're quite happy, especially the navigators, because they're getting paid. 
So it is growing, and they're trying to get all the friends and all the power users from all the other social medias like Dig and stuff to convert over to Netscape. Do you ever think they will become a player in that game? I mean, obviously they are a player now, but I mean, to really compete with Dig or Slashdot. They won't take over the tech industry. I think they might take over the politics. So, like, Netscape's heavily politics-focused right now. And, uh, like, most of the submissions and stories that reach the homepage are politics. Well, if you submit some of those same stories to Dig, they won't get to the homepage. Because Dig started out as mainly tech, while Netscape has an older audience, and a lot of them are into politics. Well, well, Neil and Cameron, uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. Kind of wrapping things up here, I, I did want to talk a little bit very quickly about um, there's an SEO contest going on right now for Ted Leonis. You can read about the story on Threadwatch and also on um, scoreboard-media.com. Um, the guy's throwing out basically $1,000. It's a $500 prize with a $500 tease for whoever can rank number one for the Ted Leonis. It's a very funny story. He's like the CEO of AOL, and he basically said it's not possible to outrank him and all this stuff. So, of course, every SEO and their brother is going to do it. So it's a fun thing. Um, read about the, the thing. Uh, basically, if Grey Wolf wins, they're going to donate the, all the money to St. Jude's Charity. So I'm giving him a link and, um, and stuff like that. So go to Threadwatch, read about the history of it. Go to Grey Wolf, Grey-Wolf, and read about the history of it there. Um, the SEO Rockstars is going to be live tonight following the show. They always do an amazing job, so be sure to listen to them. Um, I am Jeremy Shoemaker, and as always, Andrea did the show. She did a fantastic job lining up our guests and, and getting everything going with that. I've got something and, uh, really quickly. Okay. The guys at Crazy Egg have offered um, to the Net Income li- listeners, uh, you email info at crazyegg.com, and they're going to give you um, 10,000 visits uh, per month for free instead of the 5,000. All right. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week live. I'll be with David Naylor, and we'll be doing a special show from SES Chicago. Take care. Thanks.